Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 17th of May. Not quite sure where this year is going, but it is going. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it's general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the scores and the doors. And for the day, the ASX 200 closed down 0.49%. 35.5 points at 7199.2. Coincidence? I suspect not. 7200 just about there. 7222.7 was the opening level, which was the high for the day. We had a low of 7159.8. So a 60 odd point trading range today. But to be honest, it was once again a day of lacklusterness and con- lack of conviction. The market did rally on the back of some better economic data in terms of that wage growth that we saw out at 11.30 today, and that certainly helped the narrative about the RBA pausing the number coming in slightly better than the market was going for. But when we look at the winners in terms of the sectors today, well, the banks, in fact, the big sectors were both down today. CBA was down half percent, Westpac down 1%, NAB's down 1%. So banks were a little lackluster. Macquarie continuing to slip, down 1.3% there. And other financials also down, with the insurers easing off slightly. Looking across to the other big sector, of course, is the resource space. BHP down 0.8, Rio down 0.3, Fortescue down a quarter of a percent on iron ore prices, which actually hit a three-week high on Dalian Iron Futures, but it didn't seem to help uh, the big guys. Gold miners also coming off the boil at the moment due to bullion uh, coming off the boil. Newcrest down 2.1%, Northern Star down 1.1%, DeGray down 1.7%, Lithium stocks under pressure as well, Pilbara down 1%, Mineral Resources down 1.7%, and IGO down 1.1%. We also saw a little bit of slip sliding away in Liontown, down nearly 1.8%. South 32, down 1.5% there. In the industrial space, not too much damage. We did see a little bit of buying in the tech space. Uh, Wise Tech up a percent and zero up 1.9%. Some old school platform stocks doing okay. REA Group, 1.3% better. Telstra, the little quiet Aussie achiever at the moment. Uh, they did well today again. Uh, up 0.2 of a percent, up to $4.35 now for Telstra. In the REITs off today, Goodman Group down 0.9, Stockland down 1.1, and industrials generally a little bit mixed, Transurban down 0.4, West Farmers down 1.1, Staples down a little bit, uh, but we did see a rise in Qantas of around 1%, probably on the back of those lower oil prices. And healthcare a little bit mixed as well. Ramsey down 0.9, CSL unchanged. Oil and gas a little mixed, nothing very exciting there. Nothing very exciting in coal stocks. In fact, nothing very exciting in the market generally at the moment, although we have seen some results again today. Looking at the headlines in terms of winners and grinners, uh, the winners today, Satire, which had some good uh, business update yesterday and followed it up today with news that Dean Minst is not a seller of the stock. 
Stock rose 13.2% today. CTT, 4 million shares traded. Lake Resources also doing well today. A punter's special, 5.7% higher on 19 million shares. LKE, 360, stock that we looked at this morning on the call with Koshi, up 5.7% on 2 million shares. And we had QAL uh, up a massive uh, 3.33% on a massive 23,000 shares. And Dalrymple Bay up 3.2%. DBI, 275,000 shares traded there. Nothing very exciting, let's face it. In the loser's corner today, in the naughty corner, and there were some naughty ones today, uh, we did see IPL uh, blown away a little bit by the lacklustre and disappointing profit numbers coming out of them and suggesting it was... They were very optimistic about the second half, but aren't they all? IPL down 7.8%. Weebit Nano continues to slide down 6.9% today on another 2 million shares. The shorts getting well and truly stuck into that one. Red 5 on the gold price falls down 5.9%. Core Lithium coming off the boil down 5.6%. Sanfire down 4.9%, SFR, St. Barbara down 4.8%, and Alkane, ALK, down 4.6%. Looking at the sectors, the positive sectors today, tech and the building sector, led by James Hardy. Negative sectors, banks, gold miners, insurers, lithium. Uh, the Dalian Iron Ore futures hit their highest level in more than three weeks. The big bank basket f- falling to $167.83, down 0.5 of a percent. The Alltech index up 0.3 of a percent. Gold steady at 2,996. Bitcoin falling to 27,007, 27,000, and a James Bond in US dollar terms. And the Aussie dollar drifting around 66.40 at the moment. 10-year yield steady at around 3.43%. Japan up 0.3%. China down 06 And Hong Kong down 1%. NASDAQ futures up 20 for the Dow and 26 for uh, the NASDAQ. And European markets opening slightly weaker. Not an awful lot, to be honest. But the focus continues on the debt ceiling discussions. And UBS has flagged potential a potential $17 billion US hit from the Credit Suisse takeover. In major movers and shakers today were Satire. Uh, we've talked that one, 360 up on that tech bounce. Grange Resources up 1.87%. Bit of iron ore strength helping that one, not helping the rest of the sector. United Mall Group up 2.3%. They put out an investor presentation today. Apparently Lager is back and IPAs are out. Uh, certainly craft beer in the US is uh, suffering a little bit. But Lager and Pilsner apparently doing very well, of course. Uh, The Maltesers are still doing due diligence over UMG for their bid there. SKO, Serco, had a big, big day today, up 37.7% on full-year results. So a good day for them, not huge volumes, though. TPW also doing well today, up 19% on their May business update. And Patriot Battery Metals showing that all lithium is not created equal arose 15.4% today on the back of a drilling report. And we saw Latin resources still powering ahead up 11.76%. Still going well post that conference and the write-up 
that we did for that one last Friday. IPL, uh, that blew up on those disappointing numbers, 6% down in terms of profit. Second half story, they're now talking, but uh, so many people are talking second half stories, down 7.8%. Weebit Nano continue to fall. Uh, Core Lithium falling as well, and the gold sector taking a little bit of a shine off today. St. Barbara down 4.8%, and West Gold down 3.8%, with Bezra Gold Uh, What the Lord giveth, the Lord snatcheth back with some both hands sometimes. Uh, Bezra Gold, B-E-Z, down 14.5%. Speculative stock of the day today. If you were a Rhythm Bioscience shareholder, it has been a long time coming and there has been some disappointments along the way. But today was a day to bust open the champagne. R-H-Y, Rhythm Biosciences, was up 95.2%. The UK granted a CA for the Colostat uh, biotechnology they have. In terms of announcements today, in a little more detail, Instech pivot profit down, net profit down 6%. First half 23 due to lower commodity prices and higher gas costs in the fertiliser business. They are expecting an improved earnings in the second half. Best and less, sales up 1%. Stock down 3.9% though, boosted by Mother's Day spending. Best and less spending for Mother's Day. Mm. United Milk Group reported a net loss of 14 million bucks. First half 23 and will not pay an interim dividend. However, revenue increased 16% to 757 million and expects a significant earnings increase in 2023. Lager is back. So that is interesting there. And uh, Appen came back on today. Nasty day for them. Raised 30 million bucks in equity through a placement and institutional entitlement offer. Not good news there for Appen, uh, which fell today. Uh, they were down. Uh, actually, they closed up. There you go. What a volatile old day for Appen. Last I saw them, there were people complaining on Facebook. It was down 14%. Closed up 3.3% today at $2.31. It opened at $1.91, which was pretty close to the lows and rallied all the way back from there to close on its high. $2.31 on volume of 4 million shares. So there you go. I shouldn't read Facebook too often uh, there for that one. So those Temple and Webster numbers today maintains its earning guidance to 3 to 5% for the full year. Sales losses reduced to 5% in the first half. And interestingly, the new CEO of Fortescue Metals, Fiona Hick, said acquisitions in the critical mineral sector are an option for the company, signalling a potential shift in strategy for the company. Twiggy Forrest said, ideally, the mining division will supply lithium and other battery minerals to the company's clean energy focus, Fortescue Future Industries, the FFI. Miss Hick also said Fortescue was growing more comfortable about its investment in the Gambon with its iron ore project. In economic news today, private sector experienced a 0.8% increase in wages in Q1 2023, annual growth 3.8%, highest since June 2021. Public sector saw a 0.9% quarterly rise, uh, but these were slightly better uh, than was expected on the wage front, but it does continue the pressure on the RBA. In Asian markets, the Japanese economy grew by 0.4% quarter on quarter, surpassing market expectations of 0.1% the fastest expansion since Q2 2022. And in European headlines, uh, European uh, Elizabeth Holmes has lost her final request to remain free on bail. 
She will soon have to report to start her 11 and a quarter year sentence. UBS, as I said, there are reports coming out of London that it may face potential 17 billion US write down on the Credit Suisse purchase. Elon Musk, big interview this morning. I saw him on CNBC. Interesting fellow. At one stage, one of the questions was a little tricky, and he looked like he had just frozen and must have spent 30 seconds in complete silence before answering the question. And Joe Biden, of course, has scrapped plans to stop in Australia and PNG. He's managing to get to Japan, but clearly we're not important enough for Joe as he heads back to the US to try and negotiate that debt ceiling. And the question of the day, I guess, in the end of day report is, are you in the 1% club? Are you in the richest 1% in the world? In Monaco, you need to have 12.4 million US to make the cut. Australia is around 6 million to make the 1% club anyway. And the world's 500 richest people have added 600 billion to their combined fortunes this year. Well done, guys. You thoroughly deserved it. And all eyes on target results this evening from the US. They come out before uh, the market opens. Earnings per share of $1.76 US. Revenue $25.29 billion is what we're looking for. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. I will be uh, on a plane tomorrow morning heading to Melbourne, so no pre-market podcast but hope to join you later in the day. Have a great evening. Back tomorrow afternoon.